0: Welcome to Storytime with T.L. Privilege. This is your narrator speaking. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. Chapter 6, On the Road Again, 1204, Austria, the edge of the Austrian Alps. On the edge of the Austrian Alps, there was a winding dirt road through a verdant forest. The the sun shone brightly in the sky. Nature continued to bustle with life. By this time, Alexander and Joel had been riding together for almost a week and had traveled out of Romania, through Hungary, and into Austria. Alexander came came to know his friend and ally quite well in that time. Through his seemingly endless conversation with Joel, he had increased in knowledge of all manner of supernatural creatures, including lichens, and he still craved to learn more. The two men now found themselves at a fork in the road. A weather-beaten sign indicated the left way was an ascending path up the Alps and into France, while the right road wound through the rest of Austria and into Germany. Alexander prepared to direct his horse up the mountain road, but Jaw immediately shouted for him to stop. No, no, no. You don't you must not go that way. All manner of danger lurks on the mountain roads ahead. Alexander turned his horse back to follow Jaw down the other path, and when he caught up to him, he motioned for Jaw to wait. Wouldn't that be quicker to go through the Alps, rather than taking the long way around? It would indeed gain us time, Alexander, but at a terrible cost. I must impress on you that there are many foul creatures in these mountains, one in particular that I'd rather not encounter again. Joel paused to watch Alexander's face. Seeing that he had got the young man's full attention, he continued, in the past, I too thought it would be simpler to go through the Alps, and one such time I acted upon these faulty instincts. I was wandering down the trail when I realized suddenly that I had lost it. The snow was deep up in the mountains and visibility was poor. Nevertheless, I searched for the trail tirelessly I wandered around looking for anything that could pull me back in the right direction, and all that time I couldn't find anything except for a cave that had formed in, a cleft, formed in a cleft in a rock. The air outside was as ice in my lungs and the wind fierce, so I took shelter inside. Though the cave didn't offer me much warmth, it sheltered me from the wind. I quickly noticed there was a strange stench in the cave as I retreated it further inside. It appeared to be an animal's lair, I reasoned, possibly a bear's or a wolf. It seemed to be empty for the time being, and, it was, and I was desperate for a shelter from the storm. I chose to stay there with my weapon readied. After a few tense moments of silence, the smell became almost unbearable as I heard something enter the cave. I saw a shadow on the wall, and I was prepared to defend myself against it, or so I thought. The beast wasn't a bear, no, nor was it a wolf either. The creature was a yeti. I think back now about how strange it is to see a yeti in the Alps as most live in the Himalayas. A yeti? What did it look like? Asked Alexander with a glint of enthusiasm in his eyes. Well, it was tall and muscular, with fur as white as snow, ebony claws on its hands and feet, and twisted antlers riddled with what I could only guess to be thorns. The most frightening thing about its appearance was its eyes. If its fur be white as snow, its eyes were as black as night, yet burning with rage. Never shall I forget those eyes. The beast charged at me, and I narrowly escaped being impaled by those barbed antlers. The yeti chased me out of the lair with unrelenting speed in spite of the deep snow, and I could barely charge through the drift myself. It eventually stopped pursuing me once I was far enough away from its lair, and it simply turned back. Yetis are very protective of their territories. So it was that simple? It just chased you off its territory, and that was the end of it? Asked Alexander, amazed. For the past few weeks, he had certainly heard plenty of story, plenty of riveting stories from Jal. But the way he told this one was different. This time, Jal looked afraid and far away as he spoke, as if he were reliving that moment. "Joel, are you alright? asked Alexander, noticing the haggard expression on the old, the old man's young face. Yes, I just hope Marcus didn't take that road to the Alps. If he did, he may have already had an encounter with the Yeti. A Yeti cannot kill like can." Can it? No, it cannot. Nor can Luckin slay Yeti. What can kill a Yeti then? In truth, I do not know. There are no folk tales that speak of slaying Yeti. Every encounter I've had, ever had ends with the hunter fleeing it, never with the Yeti doing harm. How interesting, Alexander remarked as they continued to ride down the dirt path. Gradually, the cold, hardened soil gave way to softer ground and Alexander looked up the towering mountains and admired the blanket of lush green treetops below them. Alexander always made a point of pausing to notice beauty in any situation. One of the many traits of his gentle, his gentle mother passed on to him. Finding beauty where there seemed to be none was his way of honoring her memory. After a few miles of riding in solitude, Alexander broke the silence once again with a question. Joel, you've encountered many creatures in your years. How did you always know to react the ways that you did? Well, it depends on the manner of creature. You must remember that not all supernatural beings are evil. In truth, most of them aren't malevolent at all. They are portrayed as evil in legends, not because it is their nature, but rather because humans cannot understand or explain a reason for their existence. These men reason that since they are unnatural, they must be a party of witchcraft and darkness. Man has an unfortunate way of labeling and placing himself above that which he does not understand. So, are there any creatures that are then truly evil? Alexander Alexander felt curiosity growing once again. Evil in man's terms, yes, but inherently evil, none truly are, save a few. There is one in particular, however, that I would warn you you to avoid at all costs. Alexander waited intently for Joel to continue. After a moment, Joel's eyes met his. He spoke so quietly, Alexander had to lean forward to hear. Vampires. At that moment, a flock of birds burst forth from a nearby cluster of trees and gave Alexander a start. It seemed as if the very word vampire caused nature itself to shudder. What can you tell me about them? Vampires are the shadow of the night, nearly impossible to see even by the most trained eyes. They descend upon unsuspecting prey without a sound and just as quickly they disappear again. When you say to send the pawn, do you mean they can actually fly? Yes. They have the appearance of a man in the light of day, though you won't find them in the sunlight. The sun burns their skin like acid, so they keep inside until nightfall, when they transform into a winged beast. What do they look like in their winged form? asked Alexander. The form a vampire takes at night is the most terrifying thing to ever witness. Their flesh becomes blackened, as if they've been burnt with the fires of hell itself. Their pupils morph into vertical slivers in their sickly pale eyes. Then their hands and feet grow into long, bony appendages, They're with fingers tipped in blood red, spear-like nails. Their faces disfigure as their teeth grow into fangs, capable of piercing through armor. Jagged wings sprout from their backs, and their noses become no more than two holes in the center of their wretched heads their ears are most most terrible of all for what their eyes cannot see their ears will sense even the slightest breath from great distances no one is safe once a vampire begins hunting them jall shuddered as he finished speaking truly a horrific creature have you ever encountered one yourself unfortunately i have it is important to note that lichens and vampires have been sworn enemies since the dawn of their existence There is one vampire in particular that I hope you never meet. Why? Who is this vampire? asked Alexander. Joel lowered his voice again before speaking. His name is Ramses. He's a different kind of vampire. Instead of his skin becoming dark as night, it becomes dark crimson, much like the color of blood. Why? What makes this Ramses so different? Legends say that his skin bears the scarlet stains of his fallen foes. After all this time, it remains a physical reminder of, what the, of the horror he has brought upon the world. Do you believe that? Alexander asked. I'm not sure what to believe, son. Some believe he is the son of the devil, others believe he is a god. All I know is that he is feared by all manner of creatures, including other vampires. What else do you know about him? I'm afraid that's all I know. I never encountered him, and I hope to god I never do. So, can a vampire be slain? asked Alexander. There are a few ways it can be done, keep in mind none of which are easy, as vampires have the ability to regenerate much like lichens do. As I said before, light will kill them, but to force a vampire into the sun would be extraordinary, if not impossible, task. Fire also seems to do the trick. Then there are, of course, the feigned ways of legend, stabbing a wooden stake into their heart or cutting off their head. All those tactics would be possible if they were first restrained, which is practically impossible. Vampires are masters of agility, so to attempt to restrain one would be as easy as grasping air. So is there no easy way to kill a vampire? There is no easy way, but the most effective I have used myself was holy water. Holy water? asked Alexander. He had, of course, heard that this sacramental was good for blessing people and objects, but never heard anything like this before. Anything that signifies holiness or goodness is a weakness for vampires. Carrying a cross or a Bible with you at all times is wise. If a vampire sees a cross or a holy book, he will flee at the sight of it, for a holy relic has the same effect upon a vampire's eyes as sunlight does on his flesh. Why do they flee from these things? Vampires are said to be the spawn of the devil. Anything with spiritual light will cause them to flee, as if the Lord God were standing behind you. I think I understand. So to use the holy water, you merely sprinkle it on them. Joel chuckled before answering. (laughs) I suppose you could, but I come to find it's much more effective to sprinkle holy water on the weapon you intend to use to kill them. I see. So both lichens and vampires are immortal beings. Alexander fell silent as they journeyed another mile to ponder a question that had been deeply troubling him from the moment he f- discovered his brother had become immortal. He had been hesitant to ask it, for the fear for fear the answer would not be in his favor. No longer able to concern able to contain his concern, he turned to Jaw. I must know, is it possible for a mortal to become immortal, yet without becoming one of those creatures? He desperately hoped there was a, there was some way he too could become immortal and thus remain at his brother's side. I heard, I have heard talk of a few ways. Some extremely painful, others tedious and complicated. Complicated. I hesitate to hesitate to aid any man in becoming immortal, because it is a rare. It is rare that such a transformation ends well. The bitterness in Jell's voice was unmistakable. Alexander shook his head. Brisk pain. And daunting tasks I must go through to achieve immortality, pale in comparison to what my brother would have to face alone the remainder of his days. Joel, usually calm and unaffected, became just the opposite as Alexander pressed him for more information. He reached out and grabbed Alexander by the shoulders. Hear me, boy. You do not comprehend the consequence of immortality. The most illustrious of motive and purest of heart become dark, twisted, and power hungry at the idea of cheating death. The men who turn immortal become gods in their own minds and care for nothing but the achievement of their own selfish cause. Do you not understand? He pleaded with him. Once you complete transformation, there is no return. Everyone and everything you ever loved crumbles under the cruel hand of time, and you are haunted by the knowledge that you will face wars, the rise and fall of empires, and the dawning of new eras completely and utterly alone. He paused to collect himself and released his grip on Alexander's shoulders. Listen. I see your sincerity of heart and I do believe it is possible that you would not become as men I have seen corrupted by mortality I know you desire this not out of your own want for yourself but out of the selfless love you have for your brother but I must impress upon you that there is no going back Alexander was moved by Joel's earnest display of care for his soul Joel I see in your eyes the same concern my father had when he looked upon me and I do not take your words of warning lightly. You have been my friend and ally since I first came to you came to your help on that first day, and for what I for and for that I will be forever indebted to you. You must understand, however, my brother and I have nothing but each other. The, my world would be nothing without him. We vowed to, to one another that if one of us were to face death in battle, we would stand and die together, side by side. I won't do this for me, Joel. I will do it from Marcus. If you cannot be persuaded otherwise, then I will help you in, to ensure you do it properly. Joss so took a deep breath before I, before he continued. The safest way to become immortal is also the most difficult way. We will need three elements: the tear of a mermaid, the ash of a phoenix, and the golden berries on the great perennial vine. Where will we find these things? There is. That is precisely why this method, method is arduous task. All three items are extremely rare, and we will have to go to great lengths to procure them. If we can manage to find them, they form a potent concoction, and once consumed, you will become immortal like your brother and I. So, if we succeed, and I do become immortal, what would happen if I were bitten by a lycan or a vampire? Would I turn into one of them? No. Once you are immortal through means of this concoction that I described, The venom from each would not permeate your blood. Instead, your body would expel the venom before it could take effect. I should warn you that, although your body will heal itself from deadly injuries, you will still feel the same pain as if you had indeed died. I understand. Where can we find these items? When can we go? Joel smiled a sad smile at Alexander's youthful enthusiasm. I heard the last encounter a human had with a mermaid was somewhere in the Black Sea. Legends say there, that there is where the mermaids gather. The Himalayan mountains is the only place to find a phoenix, and the Black Forest in Germany is where we will hopefully find the golden berries from the great perennial vine. Our first quest should be to find your brother, however. If we start this journey without him, you may never find him. Let us continue to England, then. Hopefully we will find Marcus alive and well said Alexander. His excitement about his new quest was great, but it was tempered with the hope that Marcus was safe. Happy New Year, everyone. I've got goals for myself, as I'm sure you do too. I still wish you the best of luck this year, and hopefully you will be able to complete all your goals, all your resolutions, and whatnot. One of the goals I have This year for myself is to reach 500 likes on my facebook page i'm currently sitting around 410 so if you have if you've enjoyed this book so thus far and you have a facebook account please head on over to tim relidge with the blue check mark and give it a like if you want your voice on my next episode i can feature your questions or your reviews of the book on the next podcast, if you head on over to my Facebook page to find the link that will direct you to Anchor where you can record a voice message. Thank you for listening to Chapter 6, On the Road Again. Chapter 7, Taming the Beast, coming Soon.